It's time for a Shway Media Podcast. Welcome to Bands We Love to Hate, a show where we take a different band every single month that we as society have deemed just awful and give them one final look and listen and see if they're actually deserving of all the hate and just general awfulness that we just bestow upon them. Uh, so my name is Tim. I am the head of Shway Media and one of the hosts of this show, and I am joined today by my co-host, Sam Schwegler. Say hello, Hey, what's Sam. up, everyone? I'm Sam Schwegler. Yes, nice Sam, to meet you. Sam is the host of the Schwegcast, also on Shway Media, and I am the producer of all of the shows. So, let the conversation begin. Sam, what band are we talking about today? Uh, today we're talking about Smash Mouth. Now, we maybe think, oh, have we beaten this dead horse that is Smash Mouth to death? And I think we I have th- not. I think we need to raise that zombie back up and beat it to death again. I think I think it is time to do what we got a Scooby Dooby Doo. Do what we got a Scooby Dooby Doo. Exactly. So Smash Mouth. Um, I'm gonna go over their stats real quick because it doesn't make sense that this band uh, gets this rap of being so bad. I mean, they have gone for forever um, and are still going strong to this day. They just released a new album that's for some reason not mentioned on uh, Wikipedia, but they started off with Fu Shu Mang. Fushu Meng, I guess is how you pronounce it, in 1997. Their first single on that one was Walking on the Sun. Then Astro Lounge with All Star, Smash Mouth with I'm a Believer, and Holiday in My Head. And those are the last songs that any of you remember. Um, because then in 2003, we get uh, Get the Picture. Then The Gift of Rock, which was their Christmas album, which I just listened to right before uh, we started this episode and got through a couple songs before I had to shut it off. Um, not because it was bad, partly because it was bad, mostly because we had to start recording this episode. Then Summer Girl, then Magic, then a what 21st anniversary edition of Fushu Mang, Fushu Mang as an acoustic version. And then they have one new album um, that I cannot find anywhere, uh, but I don't even think they've announced it yet. So uh, Ooh, they have, so yeah, maybe uh, a maybe little experimental album going on here. Probably not. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that they have not changed their sound at all over the years. And uh, that limb would be very sturdy because they haven't, because we listened to at least the majority of their music. Um, I tried. Um, <laughs> they have 18 singles. Uh, and out of those, which ones have gone platinum? Well, first, uh, their albums that went double platinum Fushu, Fushu Meng went double platinum. Uh, Astro Lounge went triple platinum. And uh, Smash Mouth, the one with, um, which one was it again? I don't even I'm a believer. Uh, I'm a believer in Holiday in My Head went gold. Um, and the singles themselves, we had Walking on the Sun uh, went platinum. You Can't Get It, I uh, Can't Get Enough You Baby went gold. Um, All Star went platinum. And I'm a believer went platinum. Um, I'm a believer. That was the one in Shrek, correct, Sam? Um, yeah, I'm a believer. It's the they did the cover of the monkey song. Yes, 
mm-hmm. and that was a Shrek. All Star was like their original that was put in Shrek. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was that the was it in a, was it in the trailer that they started off with that? Um, or I, because I don't remember hearing it in the movie. I I just haven't. I should have watched Shrek. No, to prepare it, for this. <laughs> so like literally the first scene, he reads like the stereotypical fairy tale movie. Yes, that's right. And then, and then he goes, and he slams wants, over yeah. his bathroom mm-hmm. door. It's some. Um, body and it's and, straight for that and then the meme was born um if you tweet at us at uh, at bwlth with your best uh, smash mouth meme we will um retweet it we have nothing to give you but no incentive for that uh so yeah um they've been active since 1994 um and have gone through a few different members uh their original lineup was steve harwell who's their lead singer, the guy from Smash Mouth, as he's commonly known, basically. <laughs> uh, Greg Camp, Paul Delisle. Uh, oh, wait, that's their current members. My, my bad. Um, Randy Cook and Michael Klooster is their uh, – those are the current members of Smash mm-hmm. Mouth. So, yeah, they've gone through some. I uh, read an article um, preparing for this that they're actually going to reunite the original lineup or might have already by the time the article – or by the time I read that article, so Ooh, that could be interesting. Yeah, no, the, uh, the original guy that wrote the songs with them, I believe it was. I might. Have oh, that okay. Wrong. So um, yeah, I knew it was like the guitarist was the one who wrote and, most of the songs. Yeah, exactly, and which is why I like am giving them more credit than I did before, because I've just, as I do with most artists, figured the record label wrote most of them. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like the the record label days. Yeah, exactly. It was Interscope was the label that they were on too. So it's just like they Interscope and Geff, like Geffen. Um, I don't know if it's the same anymore, but they used to. Uh, you couldn't release your first album, uh, like with your own songs. They had to write your songs for you, or at the I, it had to at least be at the bare minimum. They had to supervise all of it. Like Ryan Cabrera and Blink One Eighty Two. Like, I don't think they wrote those songs. I know Ryan Cabrera oh, didn't wow. have his first album. Uh, Blink-182 might not have. Uh, but, yeah, they, like, want to make sure, like, certify as many hits as possible, like, for the money that they're investing. I, mm-hmm. That's my guess. I hope that's not how record labels do it anymore. <laughs> but yeah, there's, like, seems, four, so maybe it is. That seems really weird when you, like, for, like, a band like Blink-182 where they write all the songs. That does mm-hmm. seem that seems weird because it would be like okay like you write a song and you send it to a record label and they tell you if they like it or not but mm-hmm. it's not like yeah it's not like that and anymore if, if you keep writing shitty songs it's like oh are we allowed to cuss yes we can cuss okay yep so we haven't we haven't established <laughs> the rules of this the podcast perfect yet. podcast question can you cuss you fucking can cuss that's like you have to say that every every time but anyways <laughs> it's like if the typically I'd know that if you keep writing shitty songs. Then they're like, oh, we're going to bring a professional songwriter in with you guys and mm-hmm. actually make a good song or something like, like that. Yeah. Well, but didn't you want me in the first place? <laughs> like, yeah. Why that's you the thing. D- like, you, you're you great. The image. You, <laughs> yeah. Like, we like how you look, but we're going to bring in this, you know, random dweeb to come in and write some songs for you. Like, instead of your natural talent that we sought out at the club that you played at. But mm-hmm. you can yeah. put these songs on the next album, kid. Don't worry. Yeah, that's. <laughs> but now uh, he. I mean, even then, uh, I when I was reading about uh, Steve, Steve Smashmouth, as we're gonna call him, uh, he made friends with like A and R people. He fought hard to get to you know where they were then, and I 
I guess stop trying as hard to get because <laughs> where they are now, they're not playing very big shows. Uh, I mean, they realized Shrek was a thing. They made yeah. Shrek, and that was like the peak. Yeah, that I mean, it was a perfect peak of like 1996 bands like Smash Mouth, Eve Six, Sugar Ray, all those, and then into the 2000s where it started moving into like uh, new metal, pop punk kind of a thing, and like Smash Mouth kind of like dwindled out once it was like Shrek Two, and then like oh can we get another Shrek? Uh, three was not great. Yeah. Actually, I mean, three was uh, okay. Four sucked. Oh, four. You didn't like three? I thought. No, I like three. I didn't like four. The one uh, about the elf or something. I don't remember what it was. Three. Uh, three Rumpelstiltskin? Was when it, yeah, Rumpelstiltskin. That was There's a, like a random thing I saw on Shrek 3 when like Shrek enters the high school. Um, like the marching band plays All-Star. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, man, that's funny. There's Justin Timberlake's in that movie, too. That's Yeah, he's a uh, Prince Arthur. Right. See, that's a very talented musician. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so their last album was um, allegedly it's the 2008 um, uh, acoustic album for uh, Fush Yu Mang. Sorry for the high-pitched Fush whistle. Fush Yu Mang. Fush Yu Mang. Because I think oh, it's supposed to be a... okay. It's supposed Man. to be a play on words of... Fush um, Mang. So if you have sensitive oh, ears, you may gotcha. have to pause for skip do the 15 second thing oh my god it's a play on words for fuck you man i am not good um with puns in that way and did not that i like that even more now see they they get some bonus points for that for me i'm i'm cool with that (laughs) i have some friends in austin called mother falcon and they uh that's where they got their name because they would say mother falcon instead of motherfucker around their parents (laughs) like like that's a genius idea <laughs> yeah he's uh, actually pretty smart so they're currently sitting uh, at least on spotify because that's in my opinion that's the only one that really matters because uh, itunes i don't think you can see plays on itunes actually but all-star is sitting at almost 364 million plays on spotify walking on the sun is just over 45 million so like one hell of a drop-off and then I'm a believer is just over 56 million. Can't get enough of you, baby is uh, over 7.3 million. And why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Is 8.8 million. So huge drop off after that. And then after that, what do we got? It goes down. Oh yeah. Uh, there's at the number 10 spot on their Spotify top 10. Every word means no is 284,000. So looks like people just listen to all star for the hell of it. Or it's just on a bunch of what, like jock jams playlists on Spotify. Yeah, I know. I, I, there's many times I um, play it just to annoy friends and just like oh, put yeah. it on loop. I there's, did there, that I've, with at my house. Mm-hmm. Stop. And yeah, activated uh, it on accident. If good old network friend Micah Chrisman listens, this one's for you, buddy. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's weird. So I just don't know where with those numbers, like people clearly listen to them, even if it is ironically. Like let's call, let's call straight up two hundred million of those all star plays ironic plays, like would be very generous with that. That means that at least 64 million people love this band. And mm-hmm. on top of the fact that it went platinum and people still are looking at their music videos online too. 
YouTube plays all star uh, 198 million. I'm a believer 44 million. Walking on the sun 40 million. Why can't we be friends 10 million? And then uh, the the morning comes or then the morning comes 4.9 million. So people watch it. I mean, I know autoplay exists, so maybe you could allow some error there. I don't know. But I don't like the phrase, and this is the basis of why I wanted to do this show, uh, that band sucks. Um, Because a band doesn't suck. A a band, if you have at least one fan, you're, you know, you make music that at least one person likes, you're good. But, you know, maybe technically music, uh, like your musicianship, your lyricism might not be the best but you know somebody that's doing something that they want to do musically or artistically can't say that they suck it's just not your cup of tea that's my mini soapbox on that um but smash mouth is i don't know we're, we'll, we'll get there maybe so um sam let's talk about their musicianship Okay, so um, obviously they are musicians. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> but uh, mainly some people like, might disagree with you, but we'll keep going. The thing with I me, mean, they have good arrangements. That's what I want to say because when you get down to songwriting at its basic core, it all comes down to the arrangement, and that maybe they just had a good producer, or you can blame it on that. But either way, I mean, like they play their music very well i mean a lot of their songs do sound the same but they mm-hmm. play it really really well and i mean they're not bad musicians at all they I mean they have their i mean you you don't like steve that's steve the singer yeah steve is the singer so, steve fieri like steve you, fieri <laughs> steve steven smashmouth yeah steve <laughs> he he's not i mean you don't make you said you didn't like his voice but I mean, it works for the music he's doing, like, in, like, this ska, and I want to say maybe a ska-pop hybrid. Yeah, it's, I was going to say it's pop-ska, like, pop-punk. That's what I was saying yeah. earlier. Pop, and, like, they're pretty good. I mean, like, Steve's voice is perfect for the ska-pop genre mm-hmm. that he's playing in. I mean, see, you, there's a big reason that the record label is like, you know what, Steve, let's have you make a solo record. Let's let's get that solo record out there. Let's make some money off that, mm-hmm. okay? Because you know that's what everyone used to do. If like yeah, right, band kept making bad albums. You're like, let's make a solo record. <laughs> they never did that with Steve. They're just like, no. you know what, Steve, we're gonna just let you do Smash Mouth forever. They did that with no doubt. The second like one bad song came out, and they're like, hey, <laughs> we need to get you doing something else. Ain't no hollow back, girl. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, his voice, see, like, and his voice works for that. Like, it, it's, uh, it's just like, it's like the simple plan effect, like his, the nasally thing for pop punk. You mm-hmm, don't yeah. like, it's just not your, it's not your thing. Like, I get it. Um, like, people don't like screaming in music, or people don't like country twang, and people don't like Steve's voice, or something, mm-hmm. I guess, like, or they don't like ska, because like, most of their songs, like, they said, they're basically a ska band, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like they they have horns too, right? Yeah, uh, sometimes in some of the songs, I know. Um, I think the song "The Fawns," which was another one of their singles, um, out of the like eighteen that they had, uh, that's a pretty ska-driven song. And I know there's a, at least a couple other songs that they 
put out that have trumpets on them. So yeah, like I and plus exactly how they dress too. Um, yeah, they look like at least in the nineties. Yeah, they looked like and their album covers specifically. Like uh, one of the All Star or not one of the All Star, one of the Smash Mouth covers. They look. Uh, oh, it's the Smash Mouth cover itself. I'm pretty sure that for the band, the self titled album, it looks like a. It just screams a ska cover to me. So like, mm-hmm. totally. And with that music, like musicianship, I guess you know better than I do. Is ska music not that hard to play, or I don't think it's that hard to play. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's not. It's not reggae. Beat, yeah, reggae. Um, it's kind of like so. If you think about like the skill it takes to play pop punk music. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like that, but a little bit more because you have to play with trumpets and stuff like that. And there's, I mean, everything's hard in its own way, except for reggae. Yeah. Or blues. I don't think, blues. I don't think yeah. blues is that hard to play. Yeah, it's it's all scales at that point. Yeah. So it's one three five, yeah. Yeah, one three five, yeah, exactly. Um, Four five. So my bad. Ooh, someone's gonna get me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh oh. Yeah, there you were gonna get comments, which you can leave in iTunes and uh, Stitcher, I guess too. Um, I don't know if Spotify allows for it yet, but we're on Spotify. If you prefer that. Um, mm-hmm. So. Are their songs technically good? Like we, like the like the the catchiness. Like they have earworms. Clearly, we all get this stuck in our heads. So, would you say that they're like good or generic? That's kind of my. It's either one or the other. Like it's or I guess one through three. Bad, okay, well, generic, good. It it's a weird for Smash Mouth. I would say it's a weird. It's a weird thing for me because. Mm-hmm. All star, a lot of a couple of their, there's all star. So that sounds different from almost everything else they have. Yeah, it, straight up, they, all the other songs sound happy, beachy kind of a thing. That's why they go and tour with the uh, Sugar Ray. Yeah, and then I'm a believer. Their covers like Why Can't We Be Friends? I'm a believer. Those sound like different too. And then like all their other songs mm-hmm. sound the same. Yeah, it's like the like, and that's why I think they always associated them with record label stuff like a record label designing them to be a band versus them just being a band yeah walking on the sun like all their songs kind of like end with that cadence like like that you know it's i mean that thing so a lot of their originals are pretty generic but i'd say you know like as musicians you know what they do with i'm a believer what they do with why can't we be friends what they did with all-star I mean, like, that's just a whole new thing. Like, it's, like, completely different from the rest of their catalog. Right. In my opinion. It's not the same. I mean, when I was listening to it, like, I could get through All Star and I'm a Believer in all those other songs, but then, like, I'm I'm just personally not a big fan of Scott. I like Five Iron Frenzy, and that's about it. Uh, but I just, yeah, it's just, the, it's so, it's repetitive a little bit. Like, so, but is that not all? ska and in a sense punk rock in a lot of ways too i mean you listen to old punk albums they all kind of sound the same like so isn't that like shouldn't they be doing the exact same tune almost in a way Uh, well i mean it's kind of like you go with the there's a formula Mm -hmm. on how songs are made and then there's multiple different formulas on like you know when we do pop music you know stuff like that Mm -hmm. and they have like the sax solo you know that's what they do with like half their songs like mm-hmm. stuff like that i mean it's kind of 
it's kind of like let's think about it like this. So let's let's take it into math. Let's use math for the first time since high school or yeah, community right. college. So we got two plus two equals four. One plus three equals four. So they get the same answer and they kind of give you the same results, but they're kind of different. Right. Smash Mouth is kind of like two plus two equals four. Then let's try to do two plus two equals four again. Yeah. <laughs> four. If keep, that makes yeah, that's a good analogy. That's for a it. very actually that is probably one of the best analogies I've ever heard. Uh, Which we want to talk about the chain smokers a little bit. Um this is just a <laughs> different band because if you talk about I guess their first full length album mm-hmm. that they released, it has it goes a lot of the songs and I did actually test this and they do. Um it goes from the four, uh, the four chord, the five chord, the six chord, and back down to the five or some kind of different variation of that. Mm-hmm. They kind of did it in the way where all the answers were four, but they did it in multiple different ways. Right. Or like maybe they did five minus one, or two plus two, or one plus three, stuff like that, if that makes sense. It's like they did, it's it's the same formula, it's the same answer, but a different formula. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's why like I think I don't know if that's why like people end up hating bands because they all like because not everybody like knows what you the things you just said like they don't know about the different style chords that they use they don't know about the different um, progressions that could be used and the different scales that could be used like but do I think people might just subconsciously realize eventually like oh hey this band sounds the exact same all of the time and I don't know why and I don't like it anymore and then they just move on. And I think that's a victim for pretty much every band we're going to talk about this season. Uh, yeah, and I know I know we're doing a lot of, like, 90s bands, kind of 90s, early some, 2000s. Yeah. And when we think about it, I mean, music's, you know, music's changing so much these days. Mm-hmm. And we think about it where, think about a band like Smash Mouth, who was early 2000s, 1994. Let's say their career died in 2004. Let's just, let's about just make that. About that, yeah. Let's just say that. So, in think about how we consumed music in 1994 to 2004. Mm-hmm. Maybe you had a CD player. I had a CD player. I had a CD Walkman that I took everywhere with everywhere. me. Everywhere. This big bulky anti-skip yet. technology. Whoop whoop. <laughs> and then they would just break my yeah <laughs> CD player so much. Oh, memories, memories. CD books. And so you didn't really albums were so weird because mm-hmm. if you if you were kind of just a casual radio listener who really liked the hits what you got was those like now that's what i call music uh-huh. 15 or stuff like that you know and then now it's kind of like oh you're listening to your song let me just go on my phone down like listen to it yeah and so now we have like this technology oh let's listen to the best 10 songs smash mouth has ever released right <laughs> and then you listen to them all in a row and then you realize oh these all do sound the same exactly and so then you realize, then now bands are like, maybe I can't write the same song 12 times. Yeah, it's, I think, yeah, with our, the way we do this now, I think it's maybe pushing more people to try and be more original. That's why you, we have so many new different, not different genres, but like merging genres, like uh, different genres that are crossing uh, countries and crossing entire cultures to create new songs, like new uh, instruments to use, new things to just put in your song versus the same old boy band pop that we were fed by record labels for so long not to mention the fact that anybody can release an album anywhere quickly 
You know, you can record it on your phone and have it on the internet by the end of the day. Especially in Wyoming. Especially in Wyoming. Why in Wyoming? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Last time we heard from Wyoming, that's it, not Bonnie Bear. Bonnie uh, Bear's out. Bonnie Bear is out. It's Volcano Choir now or something. Uh, oh, Bonnie Bear. Is he hiding out in a mountain again? Uh, we don't like Bonnie Bear on this show. Um, he's kind of a dick. Anyways, um, <laughs> so we're going to take a quick commercial break. Um, and when we come back, we are going to talk about their uh, lyrics, their videos, and who they are as people. So uh, stay right there. Don't touch that dial. But touch it if you need to, like, pee. I don't know. Or if you got to go back to work. Go back to... Do your work. This episode of Bands We Love to Hate is sponsored by Honey. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in the description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo codes, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It is 100% free, and at no point will you have to pay for it at all with microtransactions. Add the Honey extension to your browser today for free by using the link in the description of this episode, which Honey is an amazing product. Now, today's episode is about Smash Mouth, so I went to the Smash Mouth merch store on their website to buy a little bit of swag from Smash Mouth themselves. And look, $65 once I apply honey, bada bing, bada boom, 20% off my order from the Smash Mouth store. An incredible deal and is something incredible that I absolutely love. I've been using honey since before they sponsored this show. I love honey. And so, Use the link in the description of this episode today by just simply downloading an extension and saving yourself money when shopping online. Now, let's get back to the show. And we're back. So uh, we are here today talking um, with myself, Tim, and my co-host, Sam Schwegler, on Bands We Love to Hate. Um, you can check us out on Facebook at uh, Bands We Love to Hate and on Twitter at BWLTH. And today we are talking about Smash Mouth, who you can also find on Twitter and tweet at them uh, memes about Shrek at Smash Mouth. Uh, Let's so, smash. Yeah, let's smash. Um, we talked about um, their numbers. Their numbers um, pan out. They have a ton of gold and platinum records and singles. And their music is technically um, not bad, but a little bit repetitive. But that could just be the victim of being a ska band. So now um, we're talking about their lyrics. Um, are, are their lyrics good? Who knows? I have down debatable. So. I would say debatable too because at at some point the lyrics aren't bad. They, I mean, you think about the lyrics of All Star. I mean, it's kind of this anthem to just be yourself and to mm. not give a fuck. In my opinion, yeah, and so, yeah I mean, like, it really is. Think about it, and like lyrically, and and then we're thinking about like traditional writing. 
where you know you stick on one topic, everything kind of cohesively fits together. It's not bad. Are these the greatest lyrics I've ever heard? No. no. I would say maybe the Beatles are a little bit better. <laughs> but remember, the Beatles wrote I Want to Hold Your Hand, which I have had the argument poised to me recently that um, that's a simple, beautiful, wonderful song that it doesn't need to be complicated to be a good song. So I'm like, uh, Beethoven's okay. Ode to Joy. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, like, I mean, technically, I mean, so here's what here's my conclusion on that. I would say it, it still is debatable. So it's not life-changing lyrics, but they're still good. I wouldn't consider mm-hmm. any of them bad. Like any song is a poorly written song. Yeah, sure. Like, like it, if you were a publisher and you're like, hey, here's a song, someone would be like, oh, this is pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's it's all of beauty is within the eye of the beholder and all that jazz, but um, or ska for that matter. Uh, but I, I mean, technically, I mean, we all remember them. Like, Steve, I was reading an interview with him. He said that he lost his voice one day, and the crowd was just singing all the songs for him. Like, he could barely get some of the words out, and the crowd just kind of took over. And, like, people know them. They get stuck in their head. I, Throughout this whole month, I've been getting All-Star stuck in my head periodically. Only All-Star, not any of the others. But... I don't know. I only get, I only get like the somebody, yeah. you know, just <laughs> yeah. Shrek opening his bathroom door, you know, just smells. <laughs> smells ogre like green gas and everything. It's like onions. So they also wrote their own songs too, which I have to give them credit for that. Like I'm a big fan of if you write your own songs. If you, if somebody writes your own song or your songs for you, there uh, there's nothing wrong with that, but don't act like you're hot shit like Justin Bieber does or anybody else like when you or you know be the king of country like what's his asshole name uh, who wrote who's the guy I hate Sam who's the country artist that didn't write a damn one of his songs Greg not Greg uh, I like know. you better not talk about Garth Brooks or it's not Garth song. Brooks okay uh, no Garth Brooks wrote some, that's the thing Garth Brooks wrote some of his songs um, uh, whatever I'll think of it later but so they wrote their own songs. They didn't steal any songs. They covered. I mean, what it was the the monkey song? I'm a believer. And then there was one more cover of a song uh, that they did. Um, was it? Uh, uh, I am blanking on it. it I might was just talking. We were just oh, talking was, about why can't yeah. we be friends? Yeah. Why can't we be friends? Yeah, there we go. Um, and that was really early on too. Um, yeah, it was on uh, Fushi Mang, uh, which I know how to pronounce now. Uh. I mean, in their covers were, I mean, obviously covers. It's like, it's one thing, you know, when you're having a song perf- originally performed by or made famous by said artists, but they yeah. were just like, oh, no, this is a cover of this song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they weren't trying to, you know, claim it, you know, as they wanted to originally performed by Smash Mouth. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, with, the, with the I'm a Believer, that I'm pretty sure they just did that for Shrek. Like they... Yeah, wanted that song in there and like, well, Davy Jones is so old and the other monkeys are dead. So let's do it with, hey, we got the guys that sang All Star. Why don't we just have them do it as well? Well, the story, I believe I remember correctly. Oh, there's a story. Which I probably should have double confirmed before the show yeah. is that they wanted a cover of I'm a Belie- They wanted I'm a Believer for the film, I guess, because it fits the theme of the movie. Yeah, sure. And then. And so they are just like, let's find a modern band, you know, current modern band that's pretty popular to do the cover of it, which is 
I mean, you think about movies all the time these days, and they, they do the same thing. So they had Smash Mouth, you know, do I'm a Believer, so they got that cover done. And so that's why you see that uh, all... St- Hold on. That's why you see that I'm a Believer is on the album Smash Mouth, the self-titled album. Mm-hmm. And All Star is on their previous album, Astro Lounge. So they needed a song kind of for the opening credits of Shrek. And they're like, well, I mean, we already got uh, Smash Mouth doing I'm a Believer. Why don't we just use one of their original songs at the beginning oh, of the movie? Oh, dude, that's awesome. So they pulled them in to like cover this song, but then we're like, hey, they actually have a pretty kick-ass song on an old album. Oh, man, that's... Uh, good job, DreamWorks. So, yeah, it's all from... <laughs> it's all, I think, because it's all under Universal. Yeah. So, so, I think it was easy to get the rights to put one of their songs in. It's, it's a pretty simple deal, but, you know, Shrek plays on TV, mm-hmm. like TBS, all the time. All the so time. They're getting that royalty money. Oh, my God. All the Star. amount of royalty money they must get from that song. Like, I... God, that's every musician's dream. Yeah, it, I mean, like, just think alone, like, I'm a believer, <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure they weren't going to get any, I don't know how much money they actually get from Unbeliever, probably slim to none. They, uh, well, I mean, anytime it's played on the radio, you get nine cents. Um, if it's played in a movie, they have something in their contract that'll say that they get, um, anytime it's played on TV or otherwise, they'll get a royalty from that. Or they made a contract early on, like, you get this flat rate, which I highly doubt um, was the case. No, no um, one would take that. Nobody would no, take I, it. No, this Andy is what I'm a believer. Don't take that, a song people. they didn't write. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, they, oh, so, well, I don't think they get any money for a cover too yeah, much. Yeah, I guess if they, someone they buy their version of. They, like, Davy Jones and all the monkeys, will, uh, or at least the monkeys estate, would get them, uh, at least a, the majority of it, and they might get some, and Smash Mouth would get money for their recording. And they so, got so lucky with getting All Star in the movie because that's mm-hmm. their original. So yeah, exactly. Like, so then, that was a pretty just good deal all they around. Have two songs. They have a full credit that they get royalties on every single time that's played on TBS and you know whatever other channel it's on. And TNT. T- yeah, TNT for sure. <laughs> Always they're making a comeback. That's another topic though. Uh, but yeah. If you want to know how uh, royalties works, you can go listen to the Schwedcast anytime I am on or if Sam is talking to another musician, and there will be plenty of conversations about that. Or we talk uh, about Marilyn Manson. One of or we two. talk about Marilyn Manson, and that's uh, we'll talk about Marilyn Manson next season. Um, <laughs> which, I don't know. Do people hate Marilyn Manson? I don't know. Who cares? That's, that's uh, a good question. That's a I, good Facebook poll. Yeah, Phil, we'll, we'll Facebook poll that one. I don't hate Marilyn Manson, um, and he got blamed for a lot of shit, but, you know, Whatever. Um, we'll figure that out later on. But uh, so, yeah, now we're going to go on to uh, music videos. Um, one, I totally forgot. Oh, wait. So All Star, um, I think we're forgetting something, was in uh, Mystery Men. That's where All Star got famous first. Oh, yeah, that movie. Yeah, and um, which is, if you don't know what Mystery Men is, it is such a bizarre, wonderfully quirky movie with, I'm going to try to remember the cast off my head, Ben Stiller, the guy who plays Pee Wee Herman, um, William H. Macy, Kel Mitchell from Kenan and Kel, uh, and Hank Azaria. And, oh, and then... Um, uh, uh, Aaron Eckhart, I think I might have that wrong is, um, a superhero that dies in the movie as well. And then I don't remember 
the female protagonist in that movie. But yeah, their whole music video is a Smash Mouth music video. And also Dane Cook is at the, the very first person you see in the video. So that just goes up to set the mood for all of Smash Mouth's career, in my opinion. Right after that, like, <laughs> it's Dane Cook auditioning for the Mystery Men. And we're like, oh, God, no, stop. <laughs> I'm already having to listen to All Star. <laughs> I have to see Dane Cook's face, too. But <laughs> but yeah, their, um, their videos are all fun. I don't know. Um, they're all cheesy as, oh, my God. Like, they're so cheesy. Do you remember, like, the All-Star video? Trust me, I've seen the All-Star video many times. Oh, God. It's, like, it's so ridiculous. Like, I don't know. I watched more of their videos, and they they progressed into, like, now they're doing story uh, music videos, like, um, over-dramatized, you know, like, um, Vimeo-style music videos, and it's not great it's like they're trying to be serious and i can't take them that serious yet i don't know but yeah that's i mean and think about it when like the heyday of their time that's where you made your that's how you got your money from mm-hmm. was the music video because they need to play on mtv bh one mm-hmm. and so you know that's how people like that's one way people actually indulged on music was yeah through the MTVs. No, no but I, the only music I ever learned about was through TRL. And that's the only reason they got famous, too, because Carson Daly, when, back when he was on K-Rock, he played Smash Mouth all the time. And they got big-ass famous after that and then played him on TRL when he started hosting TRL. Like, and now we are where we are. Like, if you Where is Carson Daly? Where is Carson? Carson Daly hosts... Uh, I, I don't know if it's called Last Call anymore, but he definitely still hosts that uh, a late night show that plays after Seth Meyers, I think, uh, whoever's on NBC now. Um, and Carson Daly's show, though, like to sidetrack, it w- was where I heard about a ton of kick ass bands like uh, Ash, Finch, um, Elephant, and um, uh, I don't know if I discovered St. Vincent on last call i think i did though um but yeah say what you want about carson daly um and fred durst for that matter <laughs> to quote the eminem song uh, but he he pushed a lot of bad bands but a lot of good bands to the forefront and he gave us smash mouth uh so thanks carson but that's it. Thanks, uh, buddy. Thanks, buddy, for all that. There is oh man, there was um one video of hit of theirs I watched for um a song that I am unfortunately completely forgetting the name of. Um I'll look it up as I'm talking. Um but it was just Steve creeping in the bath in the background um while these <laughs> while this couple <laughs> argued. Um and it was, I don't know. It, it, it just wasn't a good song. <laughs> Whatever songs can be considered with them. Um, it was, I don't know. I, I, I can't really describe the weirdness. And it just, in general, it wasn't that great of a video. I don't know. But what's your favorite video there, Sam? 
I mean, it's obviously All Star. Yeah. That's like. You know, a like Walking on, on the Sun. Life. That one was weird. I, I didn't like that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, All Star, it's. So there's the 10 hour loop. Oh, yeah. So what I always like to do. So I. It, we all know sh- uh, network favorite Micah Chrisman. Um, mm-hmm. He. Uh, one time I was staying with him in Kansas City. And so when I was getting ready to leave, because it was a weird situation where he was out somewhere and I was leaving, I had to like lock up his place. So I put on the you know all star ten hour oh. loop of they don't stop coming in, they don't stop coming in, they don't stop. So oh I just my left on his god! TV. Seriously? <laughs> and so like maybe a couple hours would pass, then he'd come home and then just like it would help. my goal was it would still play on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> he just walks in and it's still playing. Oh my um, God. But apparently, his like TV like load was like having a loading issue, and so didn't. But so the All Star video has like a special place in my heart, just because like Steve jumping on a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's weird. And the video I was thinking of, uh, by the way, is Your Man. It's one of their newer videos. So if you get a chance oh. to watch Steve, Steve and Smash Mouth um, creep on a couple. Well, I think hiding in their bathroom is what I gathered from it. I don't know. I was it was late. I think he's just becoming <laughs> um, the meme. I think so. Like he's uh, his hair is blonde in that video. It's not blonde now. His hair is white. Thank God he stopped bleaching it and just gave in to his age. But it's word of the wise: just give in to your age, give in to your hair color. Don't dye it. it, it isn't, looks... that, isn't that like half the point of having a wife? At some point, they'd just be like, "Hey, let's quit dyeing your hair a ridiculous yeah. color." Yeah, <laughs> just. So have a person in your life to say, hey, you look good with gray. I've got gray in my beard because I uh, I don't know. I have a lot of beard hair. So who knows? I don't um, have gray hair yet, so I'm, I'm still sexy. Yeah, that's true. You're also in your, you know, adolescent 20s, young man. I'm, in, I'm, in the, I'm getting I'm now. I'm 31. Reaching my upper 20s. So. Upper 20s. Good for you, son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make myself sound way older to the audience than I actually am. I'm 31. I don't get carded anymore though, so that's fun. Uh, but I've been getting carded since I was eight. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's called moisturizer, fam. You had a straight up, straight up off topic, but moisturizer. You day drink a lot. Use moisturizer. Do you wonder why you don't? You want to not look dead on the inside from how much alcohol you drink? Just use moisturizer. Just big bottle of Jergens, dump it right on your over your head. You'll be right as rain to keep drinking another fifth of vodka the next night. Straight up, that's what keeps you going. <laughs> we should get Jergens as a sponsor. Jergens. Uh, nobody knows what Jergens is anymore. They totally should start sponsoring podcasts and they'd be popular again. They'll be the oh, that, the Casper mattress cool. of lotions. <laughs> We're here for you, Jurgens, if you want to sponsor the show. Um, but oh, I also went through some live performances. I did not go through a lot. And on the research um, that you hopefully all have gone to bandsweloveTohate.com um, and looked through uh, so you could participate in this episode, if you didn't go there and watch Smash Mouth music videos and listen to the This Is Smash Mouth playlist on Spotify, and then read the articles about Smash Mouth that we put up there as well. We will not hold it against you for that long, but then we will. I might. Um, Sam is a <laughs> definite grudge holder. Um, but <laughs> I included the videos to, I felt it appropriate because the Hard Rack Cafe is so weird. Um, and 
like kitschy. I wish it had been um, what's the other one? Planet Hollywood, but it's their <laughs> concert from live at uh, Hard Rock Cafe somewhere. Um, <laughs> Does it matter? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, they're all the same, I think. Uh, but they all have the same T-shirt. That's for sure. Different but city on the T-shirt. Different nice. city on the T-shirt. Yeah, their their production costs for those shirts do not cost a lot. But um, yeah, it was um, interesting. Uh, it 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 was a very generic performance. Uh, it I don't know. I, and I watched videos of him later on to like recent videos of them performing as well, just so I could compare and they pretty much just stick to the script like how their songs are also like you know they all kind of sound the same like every show i saw like i i clicked through a few like watched like a couple minutes of different decades and years that they've played you know all star and walking on the sun uh and it he's got his Steve does like a little shimmy similar to um, Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal in the cat gif um, where they're like shaking. Um, it's arguably the best meme and gif on Jeff gif, whatever on the internet. Uh, but it's just like, it's kind of like the older chubby guy shimmy thing going on when he performs. Like there's no, it's not that he doesn't have stage presence. It's, it's a little like that actually, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, I grew up listening to rock and roll and watching people jump around and performing rock and roll and jumping around myself. And I <laughs> like swinging my microphone and, you know, pop punk crap like that. But so maybe I'm a little biased, but I also watch old bands. Like, I mean, dude, the who, and you know, uh, you know, people we call good bands that we all remember and love, like, they performed like i don't know it's just something for me about a musician if they put on a good show like everybody wants to see a good show and if you're just going there to hear their songs like one of the things was that uh, steve's had said in an interview is like um, people come up to me and go dude you sound exactly like your album and that's one of the best compliments anybody can give to me i'm like that's great like it's great that you sound just like your album there's nothing wrong with that but i don't know add something to a live performance what do you think i mean at the same time um in your opinion when you watch those videos did they look like they were having fun oh yeah no and that's the thing they definitely looked like they were having a blast like so you know i, I don't know because that's that's one thing i always like want when i see a band like i hope they're having having fun and i hope they're like getting into it because it's like you know and like people half after i mean it's a job for most people like you know for those yeah. touring bands it's like mm -hmm. you hope they're having a good time and you want them to like want you to have a good time everyone has a good time we all win because that was one thing um because i saw paramore last september october nice and it, I mean, this nashville's their hometown so i mean it was a pretty incredible show just you know putting on the best show possible for their hometown and you know and if they were just like hey, half-assing it because i've been watching some like fallout boy live videos mm -hmm. and it looks like they're just half-assing it Dude, like well because what's his name has zero stage presence the guy's he's got stage fright he said it himself in an interview patrick uh, wentz uh or pete? no not pete wentz uh it's pete wentz um patrick is i think the lead singer as yeah. if i'm remembering right uh, it's not peter it's patrick pat yeah well there's pete wentz is the guitarist guy and then there's the singer 
who bass player Pete Wentz is the bass ba- bass player. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. Comments uh, in the comments. Let's yes. get them. Let's, yep. let's roast him. He doesn't know the guitarist from Smash Mouth. He was married to Ashley Simpson. God damn it! <laughs> like I don't care. <laughs> uh, I care about Stephen Smash Mouth um, today. Uh, but yeah, no, they don't have any stage presence. Like it's Pete Wentz literally is the only. He's like a little. I don't know. He's like a cricket jumping around all the time but like their singer just he freezes up i watched him on conan o'brien one night like years ago when they when uh, sugar were going down came out i was like what the this band sucks same with uh, do, uh my chemical romance also not a great band life like they put on an absolutely awful show like i didn't even know who they were when i saw them the first time because my, my friends were playing on warp tour and i they played right before them terrible show i was like why is this band good and that then they became my chemical romance and my friend's band did not become my chemical romance fame the saviors of the broken the beaten yeah. and the damned exactly so yeah as I, I, I don't know when i go see a show i mean i guess smash mouth is playing a lot of they're playing cruises and festivals so you're not going to get like a killer show like rob zombie who brings out <laughs> like a ton of cool animatronics dude rob zombie is one of the coolest shows ever um, I'm not even a Rob Zombie fan. It's just an awesome show to watch. Um, and he's mm. a great performer. But I don't know. It's fun to watch people jump around and everything and hear your favorite song. So I guess I can't rate him that negatively on a on performance, especially because they're old now. They're like in yeah. their 50s. So it's not. But even then, when they were in their 20s, they were just kind of, I don't know, wasn't the best show I've ever watched. Maybe it's because he's a chubby guy and can't move that quick. I don't know. But or you don't want him to move that or quick. Or you don't want him to move that quick. <laughs> but I don't know. Well, performance-wise, they are what they are. Culturally and who they are as people. Um, do they add or take away anything, for that matter, from a culture? I say No. I mean, is ska a culture? Because they didn't really add to it. They popularized it slightly more than No Doubt did. I don't know. Yeah, I guess they're the most mainstream ska band. Outside of No Doubt. Yeah, it's definitely outside of No Doubt. Asterix next to that. <laughs> but yeah. Because No Doubt is, well, even then No Doubt became more of a pop ska uh, thing Hybrid. too. Yeah, like they, they originally were straight up like trumpets like whole horn section kind of a thing and then they turned into um well hall of bat girls her personal song what was the uh i don't know the album right before she went solo um it doesn't matter the show's not about them um but this is smash mouth show yeah this is the smash mouth show but yeah like so the ska pop i guess is the only culture that they would be in they did not create a subculture um at all and unless scott is that subculture which it was already around so they didn't really add anything is what i'm getting at i don't think they created anything new either other than giving us the meme like uh yeah culturally like if we're gonna talk about culture like they did give us plenty to laugh at and directly um it wasn't their intention for everybody to make weird shrek and seagull memes out of all-star but i don't know um so if we're talking culturally do you know the game slender man i do okay so there is a i guess 
I want to say it's like a game hack. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the easiest way for me to describe it because I don't know anything. Um, so basically, you know how Slender Man chases you and you have to collect all your scrolls before sure. he catches you and is before this your a, light. Is this a game game? Yeah, like before your light. Yeah, there's a game to it. So oh, okay. pretty much you're like you have this open map and Slender Man's going to start following you. Got it. And you have like a flashlight that the battery's running low on, so you have to get all the scrolls before he catches you. Right. And so once you get all five scrolls, you beat the game. And so, and if he sees you, then you die. If right. you see Slender Man, I guess you die. Yes. Anyway, someone made a Shrek hack out of this game. Oh, wonderful. Where you have to collect five onions <laughs> to before Shrek kills you. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> and if you great. look back, you can see Shrek chasing you and stuff like that before your flashlight goes dim. And the music playing in the background is like a horror version of All Star Oh, Vice wonderful. Special. Oh, I'm going to go play that the second we're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds oh, great. We'll put it in I the just, description, too. Uh, <laughs> make sure to send me that. <laughs> okay, yeah. I think I find it. I don't think I have it. I just saw it on YouTube or something I, like that. But anyways, so, this. yeah, that's culturally. I mean, it's a meme. So It's a meme, yeah. I mean, it's a joke, but Smash Mouth never was serious to begin no. with. So that's the nice thing about Smash Mouth. They never made themselves too serious. They're a fun so, band, and a fun band to listen to. Like, like just like Sugar Ray always called themselves a summer band. That's exactly what Smash Mouth is, too. Like, yeah. They're, by the way, let's... They're, they're good. made the eggs. <laughs> they're fine. That's like his brother. So. Exactly. Or his father. Definitely some sort of an Illuminati clone, but who knows? I don't know. So, final thoughts. Are they hate-worthy, Sam? Definitely not. They're like, they don't deserve the hate they do. It's like, because when you think about it, though, the Guy Fieri of bands, like, <laughs> what what did Guy Fieri ever do to anyone? Nothing. It's like the same thing with Smash Mouth. What did Smash Mouth ever do to anyone? Nothing. So... Like, Besides good things, nothing. Except for that guy who threw bread at Steve. Yeah, the guy threw bread at Steve. Guy Fieri made a gross restaurant that's definitely good, and we all want to eat there, whether you want to admit it or not. Like, it's just all cheese. It's the most American cheese-filled restaurant you can eat at, like Ponch Burger and Parks and Rec. And trust like, me, anything Guy Fieri does is, like, it's gonna be good. okay with me. Yeah, dude, the guy is he's a great guy. And Steve Har- Harl- Harwell, whatever. Steven Smashmouth <laughs> and the rest of his mates are also good guys. So I'm a I'm a no. They don't deserve any of this hate. Like I think they were just at the right place at the right time and then fell into obscurity until the internet came around and memes were created. Like and then Reddit and the rest of Twitter and Facebook took care of them. Now and now All Star has. 360 plus million plays on Spotify and that's just on Spotify. That's not counting the downloads they have all the time that the royalties they make from those records. So scale of one to 10, one being unlistenable, five being, ah, they're okay. And 10 being better than you think, Sam. I'm going to, I'm going to give them a solid six because at, at one point it's not bad music. But at the same time, it's music that you're kind of like, I don't want to listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> it's not like turn this music off right now, but at the same time, you don't want to listen to it either. 
So I, I'd say like a six out of ten. You know, that's not the greatest music of all time, but it's definitely not bad. I, right. It's definitely near the same level of Toy Story Two, as I believe. The, uh, all everything. right. I can. Okay. Okay. That's a good, a good frame of reference. I'm gonna go with a set seven point five if I can, uh, because this is an arbitrary scale that we made up. Um, but only because after reading all of the things that I did about them and which I thought like going in, like I rolled my eyes and like uh, we did an episode of the Schweg cast um, a few months ago as like a precursor to this. And I listened to all of their music and was just mad the whole time. <laughs> I was listening to it while I was like doing my day job and uh, I had to turn it off but I hadn't read anything about them. So I feel like if I had read some of the articles and interviews with the guys from Smash Mouth before I had read it, I would have probably had a more clear opinion about them. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. yeah, it's just, I don't know, knowing how much they love doing what they do, that makes me like, go, okay, I still, <laughs> I don't want to listen to you, <laughs> but so I, I, was like, I don't want to do this, <laughs> but it, uh, you know, you're 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 okay man like you guys you guys added you added to our internet culture if anything and you make us laugh albeit unintentionally and we all have fond memories of shrek at least some of us have fond memories of mystery men uh you you give white people culture you give white people culture and it's something i they might need <laughs> because they keep stealing everybody, need. they keep stealing everybody else's. So I think white people just need to embrace Smash Mouth as their all, uh, all we have is God. dog <laughs> gender reveal parties and Smash Mouth. And so, yeah, we have dog gender reveal parties, Smash Mouth, and brunch. Love brunch. Well, um, I think that's going to wrap it up for this month. And um, you can find us at bandsweloveTohate.com on Facebook at Bands We Love to Hate and on Twitter at BWLTH. You can find Sam um, at The Schwegcast. That's S C H W um, for the Schweg part. E G C A S T. Sure. You, you spell it and out. SamSchweglerMusic.com. And Sam And SamSchweglerMusic.com. You can find me um, at Schway Media. That's S H W A Y Media. And TimmyTwoStep.com. And find our other shows um, at. Uh, shwaymedia.com almost forgot the name of my own company um and now that we're at the end we can announce to you the next band that we are doing drum roll please don't do that because it's gonna make the mics jump we are going to do some 41 america's favorite what do you what are they pop punk i guess they were pop punk oh no wait they're not they're not even avril lavigne they aren't america's favorite they're america's favorite Canadian favorite because <laughs> they're from fucking Canada. Uh, the band that married Avril Lavigne and then Avril Lavigne left them for Nickelback. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Um, please leave us a review on iTunes or on Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. But the iTunes reviews help us the most um, because we are all uh, servants of the grand and powerful wizard of iTunes. Um, Oh, we're also on Spotify, which I hope that one takes off more because I like them better. But any last thoughts, Sam? Um, I don't know. Just stay schwoke. Stay schwoke. Sure. Um, okay. That's not our catchphrase. Good night, everybody. And please remember to go to bandsweloveTohate.com. And thank you for listening.
Fans We Love to Hate is produced and edited by Shway Media and hosted by Tim Phillippe and Sam Schwegler. The show's theme is by Sam Schwegler, and all other music is by Sam Schwegler and Timmy Two-Step. For more, visit bandsweloveTheHate.com and shwaymedia.com. And be sure to catch up at Smash Mouth at smashmouth.com and hear their timeless body of work on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your music. Thanks again for the song, Smash Mouth. You'll always be our all-stars. Now this is podcasting. It's America, the podcast. Hello, America. It's me, Thebidias A. Starred, a.k.a. the Bastard, a.k.a. the embodiment of and only hope for America. You may have noticed lately a gentle calming in your ears. Well, that is because I haven't been screaming my very important words into said ears. This would be due to the fact that my show, America the Podcast, has been off the air for quite a while. As you might guess, being America's lobbyist, as well as its embodiment of and only hope for, can be rather time consuming. Well, fear not, my fellow Americans, because my wonderful show, America, America the Podcast, Podcast, will be coming back in March, albeit in a slightly different format. As you all know, it is now 2019, which means it's time to start running for president in 2020. And we at America the Podcast want to help you make the most informed decision possible when you go to the polls in November of next year. Or at the very least, help guide your thumbs as you argue with your racist, climate change denying uncle on Facebook. To do this, we will be releasing the show in two different ways. The first will be mini episodes released periodically. Each episode will contain a profile of each person running for president, whether it be the 20 plus Democrats running for president, the few people with the balls to primary Trump, and even some of the independents. The main show that we will be releasing once a month will discuss the different political parties that make up America, starting with the Green Party. While a premiere date is not set, I can swear to you, on the grave of our ability to say Merry Christmas, that I will be back, screaming my very important words into your ears in March. So that you do not miss the premiere date, please remember to follow the show on Twitter at AmericaThePod, on Facebook at AmericaThePodcast, and visit our website, AmericaThePodcast.com. I am giddy at the thought of being able to influence your hearts and minds and scream my very important words into your ears once again, and I know you feel the same way. But for now, remember to America as hard as you can every single day. I will see you in March. It's America, the podcast!